All right. Hey, everybody. I want to welcome you to today's edition of Bible News Radio. It is March 31st, Friday, 2023. I am Stacey Lynn here, and I want to welcome anybody new who might be tuning into the show. Let you know I'm the founder of Hard Tug International, which is our nonprofit. And I am basically me. It, this ministry is me and my husband, Randall. And um, we, we seek to make disciples. We, we seek to educate people about what's going on in the world. And we try to do it from a biblical perspective. So if you want to learn more about us, I want to encourage you to go to hearttug.org. And then when once you're there, you'll see where you can download our brand new mobile app. It's been out a couple of months. We have exclusive content in that app. We have a daily Heart Tug moment. We have behind the scenes video. We have behind the scenes uh, exclusive interviews within our app. We have special music that my husband has done that he has composed and so much more. I actually have very uh, special stuff down there because I'll let you know, we were banned on YouTube last year because we had the nerve, we had the gall, we had the courage to stand up and speak out against the homosexual lobby and to expose it for exactly what it is and the transgender lobby in particular. We interviewed uh, a man who did a movie called Disconnected, which exposed the underbelly of what's going on inside the transgender movement, how it's attacking children, how it's intentionally going after young women and creating situations where they're getting double mastectomies, they're getting jacked up on testosterone, and their lives are being destroyed. And you know what? I'm here to tell you, I've been covering this issue for over 20 years now, and I honestly am surprised at how awful it's gotten. And I, and I expected it to. I expected it to get awful. But I have to tell you, honestly, I'm, even I am surprised. You know, the, the devil is devious. And he will do whatever he can to make sure that, that he destroys the image of God in us as human beings. So uh, what I'm going to do in this episode is I'm going to um, share with you some of the most recent news that I've come across. And I tell you, I've been, I've been looking at this all week long. <sighs> like you, I am exhausted. I am irritated. I'm angry. I'm outraged. But I also have a sense of compassion and empathy and, and grace for those who've been harmed. And the reality is all of us have. We've all been harmed. And so what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to give you a quick background from the book After the Ball, How America Will Conquer Its Fear and Hatred of Gays in the 90s. This book was written by Marshall Kirk and Hunter Madsen. And Marshall Kirk was a researcher in neuropsychiatry, and he was a poet. He graduated from Harvard in 1980. And in 1987, he wrote an article with Hunter Madsen titled The Overhauling of Straight America, which was published in a magazine called Guide Magazine. They argued that gays must be portrayed themselves in a positive way to straight America and that the main aim of making homosexuality acceptable could be achieved by getting Americans, quote, to think that it is just another thing with a shrug of their shoulders, unquote, and then, quote, your battle for legal and societal rights is virtually won, unquote. They've done it. They have done it. Marshall Kirk also sadly was found dead alone by two friends in July of 2005. The cause of his death was never revealed publicly, but I suspect it was probably suicide. It's very common in the gay community. 
Hunter Madsen, the co-author of this book, received his doctorate in politics from Harvard in 1985. He was an expert on public persuasion tactics and social marketing. He consulted on homosexual media campaigns, and he proposed using tactics on straight America that are remarkably similar to the brainwashing tactics tactics that um, Mao Zedong used in communist Chinese mixed with Madison Avenue's most persuasive selling techniques. You guys, we have been marketed homosexuality, and Hunter Madsen and, and Marshall Kirk were the guys that wrote this book. And really quick, here is how they did it. They actually desensitized the culture through their marketing. Um, and they, they said in their book, if straights can't shut off the shower, they may at least get used to getting wet. And you know what? They were. We've been desensitized. Then they jammed this stuff. And what jamming is really simply is they they characterize, the, say, a homosexual man um, as, as dressed in a nice suit and looking like you're, you know, a father who would go to church with you. Uh, and, and they jammed your perception of what a homosexual really is by making him dress up pretty and look like a normal human being, when in reality, these people, most of them are deviant, and they um, engage in unhealthy, natural, unnatural sexual behavior. And so, the, so you, you're like, oh my gosh, that can't be a homosexual. You know, that can't be somebody who rams his you-know-what into somebody's butt. You know, I mean, seriously. Um, so jamming literally is what they did. And then they converted people. They converted people uh, into thinking that this is a normal, a natural way of doing it. And what I can tell you is they converted it through media, through the church, and through the mental health field when they actually got homosexuality removed from the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders in 1973. It used to be classified as a mental disorder and behind the scenes tactics from the gay activist community got them to remove it. And now here you have the mental health community um, advocating for this all throughout whatever they do. Not only that, in the media, they have portrayed the homosexuals as the victims, even when they're not. And, you know, just to use a, a, a an example from the past, Matthew Shepard. Matthew Shepard was not actually, um, you know, he, he wasn't killed because he was gay. The truth behind uh, what happened was he was a victory. It was a victim. He was a victim of a robbery that was gone bad by two drug addicts. Matthew was also a heavy drug user. He was HIV positive. And one of the killers who knew Matthew was also a bisexual. And here's the reality. The reality is on ABC show 2020 with Elizabeth Vargas, she reported the absolute truth about what happened with Matthew Shepard and it angered the homosexual lobby. They pulled the video and then they did this marketing campaign to make him look out like he was some great thing, but he wasn't. But Jesse Durkheising, do you know that name? How many of you guys know the name Jesse Durkheising? You probably don't know it because it's been hidden, but the tragic story of Jesse Durkheising, this happened in, in 2002, um, was, it was actually the 13th anniversary of this, was that, that Jesse Durkheising was actually murdered by homosexuals and sodomized with a glass bottle. And I mean, it was just, extremely graphic but you know what nobody nobody actually covers this because they don't want to look at homosexuals and the racial behavior that they that they actually do they've they've tried to convince us that that 
um, homosexuals are always good. They're always the victim of anything. And anybody who opposes this is evil. And that is the truth. Another tactic is that they make the victimizers look bad. And they would say, I'm a victimizer. You're a victimizer. Uh, Frank Turek, just as example, Dr. Frank Turek, he is a Christian apologist. apologist. He was fired from his job at Cisco Systems uh, because a gay activist Googled his name and found out that that Frank, of all things, had to, he wrote a paper that said marriage is between one man and one woman. And this was years ago. In fact, Frank Turk was my very first guest on my show when I started it. A victimizer is anyone who opposes homosexuality in thought, word, or deed. Um, the, the next tactic they, that they do is they intimidate and bully. And I can tell you from personal experience, I've been on the receiving end of this for for two decades now, they try to intimidate you. They try to try to bully you. I remember when I was in Southern California, I was on the Yes on Eight campaign, which was to protect marriage between one man and one woman. We were surrounded by homosexual activists, and they they were bullying. And I mean, they continue to do that. We can see that today in our culture. Uh, they also the homosexual lobby is also well funded. They get money from corporate America. They get money from Antifa, they get money <laughs> from a lot of other places, right? And so, you know, this, this is the reality of how homosexuality was marketed to America. And there's a whole book about it. And, you know, I don't want to, you know, give you any more of the, this information on this right now. But what I will tell you is that the book is available. It costs a lot of money. Um, and what you're seeing today, right now today, is is not a shock. It was all planned. Satan is one of the best marketers out there on the planet. He does it great. And that's exactly what he's been doing. And we wonder why we're all shocked and and uh, I can't believe this happened, you know. Um, <laughs> I can. I can totally believe it happened. It's happening because it's happening. And this week as I have gone through a lot of the media that has covered this, this uh, horrific hate crime against Christians that took place Monday this week here in Nashville, I just have to tell you, um, as you know, if you listen to my in-app content that I put out that I didn't put here on the podcast for everybody to hear, um, the media had it all wrong from the beginning. First they were saying it was a trans male uh, or you know, a, tr- a trans female. What, they just didn't know, right? The reality is, is this killer was born female. She was sexually abused. It's being reported. She was also autistic, most likely on antidepressants or some other type of psychotropic med. And she was jacked up on testosterone, which totally messed with her. And it was premeditated. She was highly influenced by other people. She went and got guns. She intentionally went to this Christian school and she killed little babies. She killed children. She killed people in the prime of their life. Six people died because of the murderous act of this woman, who I actually believe was the victim of the system on some level. I don't, I don't advocate for what she did. I think she's completely evil at this point, but I also do think that somewhere along the line, the system failed her. <clears throat> so what I'm going to tell you is that um, our media has done everything this week to kind of flip this story, including the president, uh, I got to take a deep breath here. The president of the United States of America, you know, went out, went ahead, and they, they did this unbelievable thing this, this, uh, this week. 
they put out a statement giving them, well, let me just read it. This is so disgusting. By the way, today is, this was posted by the president's people on Twitter, and I'm going to read it verbatim. Transgender people are some of the bravest Americans I know, but no person should have to be brave just to live in safety and dignity. Today on Transgender Day of Visibility, I renew my commitment to building a healthy, safe, free, and just future for trans people everywhere. And then the White House posted, since day one, President Biden has taken action to advance inclusion, equality, and opportunity for transgender Americans. President Biden's actions to strengthen protections for trans people. Number one, coordinated interagency action to address the epidemic of violence against trans people. Two, I wonder if that includes trans violence against Christians. Uh, you know, number two, continued calls for the passage of the Equality Act to provide protections to LGBTQI plus Americans. By the way, that plus would be pedophilia people. Three, called on lawmakers to combat the proliferation of anti-trans state legislation. In other words, anybody that says that uh, our children should be protected from these people, they're actually against that. Four, reversed a Trump-era ban on transgender service members. So in other words, you can go into the military to protect us as somebody who's completely screwed up in your head because you don't even know who you are, a man or a woman, our military will let you in. Uh, and the Biden administration has flipped what Trump did, which was perfect. Trump, Trump actually banned this. He should have banned it. And, and don't even get me started on that. I'm not a big Trump supporter personally. But what I will say is at least he was smart enough to ban transgenders in the military. Also, provided mental health resources for transgender kids and their families. This is a is nothing but a lie and of course the biden administration signed the respect for marriage act to protect the fundamental rights of lgbtq plus pedophiles americans and basically has done everything in their power to overturn the will of the people on this issue and they have done everything that they can to mock christians to gaslight Christians, to not even say that what happened Monday here in Nashville was a hate crime. It's absolutely an abomination. It's despicable. It is despicable what they're doing. And we should be ashamed of ourselves as a nation. We should be embarrassed by our government. I, I completely am. I'm going to play you a clip from a TV show. Um, Janet Parshall tweeted this out. And she wrote, quote, when you can't get God right, pretty sure the rest of your thinking is skewed. Uh, Julio Rosas uh, quoted, tweeted this out, and this is about a 53-second... I think children um, are only... This, this is actually a transgender man. This is a man who's dressed in women's clothing and wearing lipstick. He's, he looks absolutely abominable. He, he makes the ugliest-looking woman I've ever seen, I swear. And he's speaking as a so-called woman, and this is what he's saying. Listen to this. This is disgusting. I think children are only unsafe at drag shows when a shooter shows up to kill them. That's right. 
That's bullshit. You know what? No child is safe at a drag queen show. These people who are doing this thing with the kids, they're, they're pedophiles, most of them. Most of them are addicted to pornography, and they're there to groom kids. That's where the threat is. I would challenge anyone just to get to know trans people. We are a vibrant, diverse community, as diverse as anyone else. You know, I'm from the great state of Texas. I served in the military. I go to church every Sunday. My faith is very important to me. But God made me in her image. God made me in her image. He isn't serving the God of Scripture because I'm sorry, the God of Scripture identifies as male. Just saying. God made me transgender. God doesn't make anybody transgender. And by the way, I'm going to say something here too. And I know that there's some woke people that probably tune into this show because you, because, because you are. I'm going to tell you something. There's this baloney, and I'm going to try not to swear because I'm really angry about this. But there are people out there who are claiming that there are three genders: male, female, and eunuch. Right? I'm going to, I'm going to challenge you. First of all, go to the Book of Esther. And every time you read about what the eunuchs did in the book of Esther, you note how evil they were. Okay, just saying that God made two genders, male and female. This person is full of, they're, they're, they're deluded. And to see these people so cynically weaponize this and exploit these children's debts and their teachers' debts, it breaks my heart. I wonder what those families are thinking right now. What do you what do you mean, feel when you have somebody like Michael Knowles say at CPAC, we need to eradicate transgenderism, and when somebody like Tucker Carlson says that transgender people are at war with Christians? I can't see Christ in their words. That's Really? You can't see Christ in their words because you're not full of Christ yourself, you nutcase. I mean, give me a break. It was a transgender woman that killed Christians, and you can't see Christ in their words? Give me a For damn sure. I can't see where the biblical principles of loving your neighbor and walking the walk with Christ that they can see. I, I can't see what they're seeing right now because that, that's not of Christ. It's not. Yeah. And you don't know what of Christ is because you don't know Christ either. You, you faker, you person who doesn't even know Jesus because you're acting like you're a girl and you look like an ugly girl. Uh, give, me a, give me a break, people. This is just absolutely disgusting to me. Absolutely disgusting. It needs to be called that way. You know what? Then there was Andy Nagu, NGO, or however the heck you say his name. He wrote, quote, Our rights uh, at, at the Antifa group co-organizing the Trans Day of Vengeance, which is tomorrow, April Fool's Day, and the U.S. Capitol has announced it's canceling the controversial direct action plan for Saturday. They blame trans genocide and threats against them uh, following the trans mass shooting in Nashville, before the shooting, one of the organized groups had been raising money for weapons training. Did you hear that? Okay, and don't miss this. Antifa is behind this, guys. Antifa is nothing but a terrorist front group. I mean, it's a terrorist group. It's absolutely insane. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely insane. And Joe Biden, our, our inept castrated, demented president said this, quote, transgender Americans shape our nation's soul, proudly serving in the military, curing deadly diseases, holding elected office, running thriving businesses, fighting for justice, raising families, and much more. Really? What demented person wrote that? I mean, you're absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. And Amazon, just so you know, good old Amazon, 
This came out from Jason Rance on KTTH Radio. He tweeted, quote, exclusive, a day after a transgender shooter, shooter murdered three children and three staffers, Amazon leadership told employees that it stands with the transgender community, implying the trans community has been victimized, not the Christians who were murdered. I'm not making this up, you guys. I'm not making it up, and, and it's absolutely amazing. So, you know, you're going to have to make a choice about whether or not you're going to want to fund Amazon. This morning, I w when I woke up, I, I always check my, uh, my weather. And on Twitter, the National Weather Service tweeted this out. They tweeted, quote, to promote justice, equality, and equity for the transgender community, the National Weather Service family champions and stands alongside our transgender employees on this day and every day. Hashtag trans day of visibility. <laughs> I read that and I thought, what the heck does a weatherman or a weather service have to do with this? It's absolutely ridiculous. It's absolutely appalling. It's absolutely appalling. It's absolutely appalling. I'm really trying not to swear, just saying, I really am. Janet Parshall also tweeted out, she said, um, she said when President Joe Biden actually put out a proclamation, and I'm not even gonna read it to you because it'll just make you even matter, um, that, that, you know, there's a proclamation on Transgender Day of Visibility. Janet Parshall wrote, Oh, I'm pretty sure they're available, waiting for that proclamation that mourns the loss of six Christians. Still waiting. Yeah, we're still actually waiting for them to declare this a hate crime as well. In fact, let me play this stupid clip for you from the press secretary of the United States of America. Um, th this is absolutely disgusting as well, in my opinion. I don't know if you've heard this or not, but... Um, this has been tweeted out all over Twitter. This is 18 seconds. Listen to the press secretary and how they spin this. And one of the things that we saw during the midterm elections is that people don't want their freedoms to be taken. They want us to fight for their freedoms. And so it is shameful. It is disturbing. And uh, our hearts go out to uh, the, those, the trans community as they are under attack right now. But and what our hearts go out to the trans community because they're under attack. So there's Chris, there's six Christian families in Tennessee within an hour of where I live who are mourning dead loved ones, including three children and three adults in the prime of their life. And the press sec secretary of our government says this. And uh, our hearts go out to uh, the, those, the trans community as they are under attack right now, but. They're under attack. So there was a transgender woman. It was a woman that blew these people away who was trying to pretend she was a man. And the government says that their hearts go out to the transgender community. You know what? It's absolutely disgusting. There was another tweet. This tweet comes from USO Cyrus. He wrote, quote, I hope it was Republicans that lost their lives. One good thing about gun violence is actually wipes out full Republican families in one fell swoop. I would like to thank congressional Republicans and the NRA. Yep, that was actually tweeted out on, on Twitter. But do you think this guy is going to be convicted of a hate crime for saying what he said? Probably not. You know, 
I mean, you got the president saying that transgender Americans shape our nation's soul. You got all this other stuff. Not only that, I don't know if you're aware, but Build a Bear, you know, the, the bears, they actually have um, a, a bear called RuPaul Bear, which is a transgender advocate. It's a drag queen stuffed bear. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And what, what happened yesterday down here in, in Nashville? Well, what happened next yesterday, which was March 30th, was that we had gun, tr gun control activists storm the Tennessee State Capitol in Nashville um, <laughs> a day after they did in the Kentucky legislature um, before the day, the trans day of vengeance. It's absolutely insane. It's, it's, it's actually, actually insane. I'm just saying. It is absolutely insane. And I'm going to tell you something. I could go on and on and on and on about how evil this is, about all the stuff that's been going on. I could sit here for hours, and I've done it for 20 years. I could tell you about lesbians and homosexuals that have committed hate crimes against their own community and Christians get blamed. But here we have a transgender activist who murdered children, little babies, little nine-year-olds. In fact, let's look at who these little, these little kids were because, you know, down there, there is now going to be a charity concert to benefit Covenant Schools mental health services after the mass shooting. We have Cynthia Peak, Haley Scruggs, Catherine Coons, who was a pickleball player and in my community, William Kinney, Evelyn Dykehouse, and Mike Hill, who I heard had seven children. I mean, it's, it's sad. This article says here, a charity concert to be held in Nashville with celebrities, including Eric and Jesse James Decker, and attendance will benefit mental health services for the Covenant School after Monday's mass shooting, which claimed six innocent lives. The fund recovery charity dinner and concert will take place on Tuesday, April 4th at the 1230 Club on Broadway in downtown Nashville. The charity will benefit mental health resources for teachers, students, families, and administrators impacted by Monday's tragedy, which rattled the Nashville community. On Monday, a 28-year-old mass shooter opened fire on the private Christian elementary school, killing Haley Scruggs, who was nine, and the pastor's daughter, Evelyn Dykehouse, who was nine, William Kinney, who was nine, Catherine Coons, who was 60, Mike Hill, who was 61, and Cynthia Peake, who was 61 years old. Quote from this article says, my heart is hurting this week, a senseless act took the lives of innocent children and loving leaders in our community surviving a shooting school shooting myself i know how important it is to come together and wrap our arms around these families grieving the loss of their loved ones says eric decker we all need support and love to navigate through this difficult time so it looks like there's going to be a number of people who are going to be at this and it, it is it's just crazy in fact tomorrow I don't know when you're listening to this, but April 1st, there's also uh, there's also planned a day of prayer for Nashville, April 1st at the War Memorial Plaza down in Nashville, 
Tennessee at 5 p.m. If you can go to that, if you're here locally, you can go to the, the War Memorial Plaza for, for a day of prayer for Nashville. We're not talking a day of vengeance for the trans community. The trans community is talking a day of vengeance and they just want to kill more Christians. It's ridiculous. And then we have a good article here too. This, this also comes from the Nashville News. It says, profound depth of gratitude. Lawmakers honor MNPD officers in Nashville school shooting. It says here, two bills filed in the Tennessee General Assembly honor the Metro National Police Department, including the leadership of Chief John Drake and the heroism by officers Rex Engelbert and Michael Colazzo. House Joint Resolution 504 is sponsored by Representative Bob Freeman, um, and the resolution specifically honors officers Colazzo and Engelbert, stating our nation was conceived by individuals who were willing to sacrifice their personal safety and concerns to ensure our individual and collective freedom, and the volunteer state is especially proud to be the home of so many valiant men and women who have performed above and beyond the call of duty. The resolution continues with two such individuals, our Officer Rex Engelbert and Officer Michael Colazzo of the Metropolitan Nashville Police Department, who along with their fellow officers and state and federal law enforcement officials have rightfully been hailed as heroes for their actions in neutralizing an active shooter at the Covenant School in Nashville on March 27, 2023, that undoubtedly saved countless lives. The resolution goes on to acknowledge the department as a whole for what some have stated will be the playbook for how police agencies respond to active shooter situation, noting how officers quickly made entry and rushed toward gunfire, fatally wounding the shooter. We owe these officers a profound debt of gratitude for their selfless devotion, valor, and composure under unimaginable pressure and life-threatening circumstances. The bill states before calling for commendations for the two officers in addition to all of MNPD state and federal law enforcement. Um, and then there was some other stuff. This is really long. I'm not going to read it all. But these, these men need to be honored for going in there and for actually doing their job the way that they were trained to do their job. Um, I have to tell you, it is, um, it is a tragedy that in other states where there was shootings, the police took forever to get in there. And I will say that I have um, my guest, Larry Correa, who we interviewed a couple weeks ago about the Second Amendment. If you haven't watched that interview, you need to go into my app, the Heart Tug International app. Go download it if you don't have it. Go in there and look under our uh, behind-the-scenes exclusives and watch that video interview I did with him. And we also have the audio podcast there as well that you can listen to. Um, one of the things Larry talked to me about was how if teachers were armed then there would be a lot fewer deaths that's the bottom line if teachers were armed there would be a lot fewer deaths in these shootings because somebody there on campus would be able to take their gun and confront whoever the killer is the shooters are um you know and and i have to give kudos to the nashville police for showing up as quickly as they did and acting as quickly as they did i mean nashville posted uh the video with the body cam footage um, and they showed how quickly and efficiently uh, that the shooter was taken out. And, and sadly, this is the tragic part. The sad, it's all tragic, but what's even more sad is that this girl, this murderer who did this, you know, she knew she was going to be shot by police. You know, she had, I think it was seven weapons that they found. 
And, you know, she reached out to a Christian friend of hers before she did this horrific thing. Um, you know, I mean, it, it is tragedy, and yet people are calling for gun control and blah, blah. Yeah, you know, all automatic weapons should not be easily accessible for normal people, just saying. But guns should never be outlawed. If you outlaw guns, then you basically have a you, you have a situation where you can't defend yourself. So I'm not for uh, banning guns, just saying. Um, what I'm for is trying to wake people up about the wickedness of this agenda. And I'm going to share one other um, article with you. And, and this comes out of California. Um, it comes from the postmillennial.com website. Listen to this. It says, state-sanctioned kidnapping. California bill would give therapists power to take children over 12 from parents without accusation, evidence, or a trial. This proposed bill would allow a mental health professional to place a child as young as 12 in a residential shelter facility without parental knowledge or consent and without there being any prior allegations of incest or child abuse. It's absolutely unbelievable. A California Democrat has proposed a bill that would allow a mental health professional to place a child as young as 12 in a residential shelter facility without parental knowledge or consent and there and without there being any prior allegations of incest or child abuse. The state purpose of AB 665 introduced by assembly member Wendy Carrillo is to bring two existing laws into alignment. Currently, children aged 12 and over are able to consent to receiving mental health treatment or counseling services, but cannot consent to being placed into a residential shelter facility unless deemed either a risk to themselves or others, or in cases where the minor is an alleged victim of incest or child abuse. AB 665 seeks to remove these caveats. The bill is strongly opposed by Our Duty, which is the thing here, an international group of parents of children who are or were gender questioning, who believe the law would amount to state-sanctioned kidnapping. Okay? Um, it, 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 and there's so much more to this, but it, it goes on to say here that LGBTQ plus youth experience depression and anxiety as well as other negative outcomes due to rejection from parents, harassment in school, and the overall LGBTQ negativity present in our society, which is absolutely ridiculous. We are so pro-LGBT in this country because our country has fallen into the pit. It's a cesspool, cesspool of villain, villain and scum. Um, it's just, it's, it's just ridiculous. And I, I'm as somebody in the mental health field that's trained, I just have to tell you, it is disgusting to me to to read the lies and you know everything that's put out about this issue is a lie straight from the pit of hell when they're advocating for it just saying so there's a lot to be outraged about there's a lot to know but the thing I want you to know as somebody who listens to our show is that I'm not going to back down I'm not going to stop speaking about this issue I'm not going to um, give up, even though I've been targeted, I've been removed from YouTube, I've been banned for speaking out and trying to protect children. Look, I know what it was like to not be protected as a kid. 
the, the one that came in and protected me was Jesus himself. He came into my life. He saved my life. He turned my life upside down, and he protected me. He gave me the wisdom to, to go to therapy and get help. I had no adult helping me, not one. There is not one adult that helped me. There was one person that had to make a phone call to the police department because they were mandated by law to do it. But after that act, there was no person that out there that actually willingly came to my side and helped me, not one person. And you know what, our culture, and that was 40 years ago. And I'm gonna tell you something, our culture today is 10 million times more wicked than it was when I was in high school. The kids today for the last 20, 30 years have been indoctrinated into deviant sexual beliefs by the school, by the church, by the medical industry. And we wonder what the heck is going on. We're reaping what's gone on. You know what? And this, I, I, I honestly think that unless godly people begin to pray hard, repent of our sin, and get active trying to expose evil and do something to replace the evil with good, this is just going to get worse and worse and worse and worse. Satan doesn't give up. The LGBT activist community, they don't give up. But the church, we just go back to sleep. We take a nap. We hit the snooze button. Oh, oh, we get outraged for a couple of minutes here and there. And we talk about how horrible it is. But when given an opportunity to do anything, oh, no, we're just going to go back to sleep, hit the snooze button. Yeah, because we, we better, we'd rather watch, you know, Dancing with the Stars or American Idol or whatever the heck stupid TV show you watch, you know. And I'm just so sick of it. I'm, I'm so sick of it. Because this, like I said, th this is just going to keep happening over and over again. So I'm going to end the show. But I do want to say thank you for taking your time to tune into this episode of Bible News Radio. And I want to thank those of you who have actually come alongside me and supported us financially with your donations to help me get this, this show on my app, to, to actually give me a platform on my app where I'm not going to be censored. Um, you know what? That's a big deal. And I need more support, everybody. Look, I get email and I get comments from a lot of you all the time who tell me you love, you appreciate what I do, you think I'm bold, blah, blah, whatever, etc. And you know what? I appreciate that. I do appreciate it. But sometimes, you know, I, what I would appreciate more is some financial help because, you know, I, oft, I often hear people say, how come you're not, you know, on this? How come more people don't know what you do? You, you put out great stuff. You know, how come all these pastors and these other people got these big massive audiences, but you, you don't have this big audience? Well, they have a church behind them. They have a lot of money coming into their ministries, even those who claim that they don't. They have way more than I do. You know, it costs me $200 just to keep this app open, okay? And I know $200 doesn't sound like a lot to you, but when you don't have it coming in, that's a lot of money. I didn't have to pay $200 to have uh, my, my station on YouTube, but YouTube censured me and they, they deleted me. So, you know, um, I need your support. I need support. I need you guys to get behind me, to monthly get behind me, to set up a monthly donation inside our heart tug international app i don't care how much it is whatever you got five bucks ten dollars a hundred bucks twenty five bucks thirty dollars fifteen dollars five thousand dollars whatever i don't care but what this will do is it will help me have a budget if i can see that i'm going to get a thousand dollars a month from those of you out here who are supporting me 
that's going to give me an opportunity to go ahead and go, okay, I'm going to uh, put this show back on video. We're going to put it back on Rumble, and I'm going to advertise through Rumble so that more people can see it because it takes money to be seen, you people. Just saying. I'm not funded by Antifa. I'm not funded by the Christian right, and I'm not funded by the Christian left, you know. But I will tell you what, the enemies of God are funded everywhere, you know. So I just want to say, you know, if you're not donating to, to this ministry, please prayerfully consider it. You know, five bucks. I have one person who donates five dollars to me uh, who is on disability. You know what? That means more to me than you know, because I mean, that's five dollars that they could be using for them. But they think what we do is so valuable. They donate to us five dollars a month. That five dollars helps me to know I'm going to have five dollars, you know. Um, so those of you who don't donate, I'm asking you to really, come on, step up here. Step up and help us out. You know, I know a lot of you support some of these other big ministries. And you tell me about it, and I'm like, really? You know that these people are funded by Christian ministries, and they get big grants and different things like this, and you're throwing money at them? Um, but they're not discipling you in the Word of God like we are. They're not offering a Bible study for you to get into to grow in your faith. They're not encouraging you every day with a heart tug moment. You know, come on, come on, you guys, donate to us so that we can do more work and we can we can be out there and, you know, and, you know, I'm not going to back down because I got thrown off YouTube. Why? Because I didn't back down, people. I've been doing this for 20 years. I'm not going to back down now. I later signed my career as a therapist. I'm not going to back down. Are you kidding me? Never. Never. So consider being a donor, a monthly donor to our show. Also, those of you, you who, I, I literally have five monthly donors right now. So to those of you, those five of you who have stepped up and said, you know what, thank, you know, I'm going to commit. I'm putting in a reoccurring donation, Heart Tug International. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart because you guys are covering the cost of this app. Um, but I need more people. I need more people to step up and donate. Right. And so, you know, prayerfully consider that and, um, you know, just know that everything I'm doing is free. I'm not getting a paycheck from this. I'm not about the money. But if I'm going to keep this up and running with all the content that we put in here every day, we need some help. And if you believe in what we're saying and you want to support us, then, you know, put your faith into action, as my friend Janet Porter would say. All right. So once again, thank you for tuning into this episode. Bible News Radio. And um, remember that God is in control, that he loves you. But you know what? Be bold, stand up and go with God and get out there and declare the truth and be part of the army. Don't be part of the, the, warm, the pew warmers. Be part of the army, people. He's called you for such time as this.